Sokala Duma Radio. Sailing Touch is a long-standing feature of the Sokala Duma newspaper where the newspaper sub-editor Lunga Adam catches up with former Mzansi football players from the days gone by. So, we've decided to extend the fun and bring to life some of those epic conversations in this radio format for you. What you are about to hear does not at all at any stage feature the player. This is an audio version of the interview between the journalist and the presenter, taken from the conversation between the journalist and the player. The player does not at all feature in this episode. In this episode of Still in Touch, we speak to former Tanda Royal Zulu and Pinoni Premier United midfielder Julai Matlangu. Uh, July Matlangu played for Pinoni Premier United, Black Leopards, Tanda Royal Zulu. He says the best player he's ever come up against is Deco Modise and Shuz Mushreu. The best player he's played with is Masikole May. Biggest paycheck is 40,000 rand, while he says the smallest one he can't remember. His favorite current player is Anile Jali, and currently he's into coaching. July, uh, let's take a moment and talk about uh, those days at uh, Pinoni Premier United. Yes, uh, thank you, Mr. Lungs. Uh, I came there as a kid, you know. Um, I learned uh, a lot from Mukatle Holoke. It was very funny. Uh, he grew up at Orlando Paris Academy, so there were many stories we had um, from him because he was in that group of Benedict Villagazi and Joseph Makanya, if you remember those guys. Yeah. There were many funny incidents. I remember one day we were playing in Tembisa. I just can't remember who we were playing against. After that game, the chairman, Tom Sadenlov, gave us a talk and then went on to ask our coach, Usonas Malupe, what can you say? For whatever the reason, he didn't know that we had lost 1-0. He said, Jens, <laughs> thank you very much. Even though we didn't play well, at least we came away with a point. <laughs> and we were looking at him like, what game were you watching? <laughs> okay, uh, tell us about your time at Tanda Royal Zulu then. Yeah, hey, I had fun at Tanda Royal Zulu, playing with the guys like Ochapo Mutale. It'd make you laugh, you know. Mm. One time he told us that uh, he'd given his two-year-old uh, 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 who attended crash at that time a mandate to speak English by the end of the year or else he won't buy him a bicycle, you know. <laughs> Can you imagine? <laughs> Our chairman was something else as well. We had a striker from Nigeria, Opina Okafor. Uh, so we hadn't received our salaries. Opina went to the office but didn't find the chairman. We were training in the afternoon and uh, the chairman was going to be there. When uh, he drove through the gate, he noticed that Opina was running at the back as a sign of displeasure. You know, it's like we had to eat orange, mm, you mm, know, mm. Uh, because of uh, the non-payment, mm. you know. Hey man, the chairman uh, got onto the field, he folded his shirt and trousers and we started running. He was busy saying, uh, he was not a charity organization screaming that you can't come all the way from Nigeria and, and ask things for free. Yeah. <laughs> we understand that at some stage you stayed at the chairman's house. Yes, yes, Lungs. Sepo uh, Masilela, myself, Mastole May, um, you know, we, we, we grew up there, you know. We spent about seven or so years uh, at, at, the, at the chairman's house. Hmm. Now, let me tell you about Umaranje, uh, Umastole. Hmm. Uh, he was never a skillful player, but he was damn intelligent. That boy was exceptional. He had five SIM cards and used them on one phone. Yo. But I remember he once bought a Toyota Conquest from me. Uh, where, he, where we stayed uh, was near Daviton. And uh, he was the first player to fill up his tank at the garage for only 15 rand 50 cents. He'd tell us, <laughs> I work on a budget. I'll reach Davidson and come back with this petrol. 
but then he, be, he would be broke at the, before the end of the month. Mm. Uh, th there was one time, you know, he went uh, to uh, Davidin and left uh, me with Masilela and Lobo's kids. Uh, we were watching TV. All of a sudden, we heard the sound of scratching tires outside. He had been stopped and found not to have a driver's license. He was driving slowly and the police overtook him. They realized that he may disappear, so they waited for him. But he overtook them and drove away <laughs> as they were waiting for him. He came out of the car and sped off into the near, nearby bush. You know, he went to the bushes. So Masilela and I drove around trying to look for him that day. And we eventually got to him through the phone. Uh, but he couldn't believe that the cops had left and thought that we were trying to get him arrested. So he slept in that bush and only came <laughs> came out after maybe in the morning around 4 a.m. <laughs> okay. I had an idea of driving, you know, but we did, but I didn't drive regularly. At Ndlovo's place, there were plenty of cars, so you'd find a lot of kids lying around. And there was this guy um, who would go on errands, just being sent here and there using the cars. So Mara wanted to go and buy some ganja, <laughs> but we couldn't <laughs> drive. So Masilela also couldn't drive. Mara asked me to take one of the cars and go with him. I asked him, but what about the driver? So Mara went to a nearby shipping uh, to buy four beers for the guy. The guy drank three of them and got really drunk. <laughs> we then got into the car with me driving. I didn't have a license, so we went through the dodgy roads and then the car got stuck in the mud. Imagine. Yeah. I couldn't get out at around midnight. Whilst we were staying, we were trying to push the car. A few gunshots went off <laughs> and we, try, we were trying to hide. It was very scary. Umasilela was the first one to call his mother saying, Mama, uh, if you hear tomorrow that I died, you must know that I died in Daviton. <laughs> All this time I was panicking because I didn't know that Watsonlovo's reaction would be um, in the morning. Then came the call. <laughs> it was Watsonlovo. Oh my goodness. Hey, I pick up the phone and said, Hey, July, I had to tell him the truth because we're stuck in Davidson. So he told me, the last time I told you to drive and you said you couldn't. Now you've taken the car and driven around Davidson at night. If anything happens to you, I'm going to have to be accountable. The actual driver also got a, a tongue lashing and then he called us. We, we, we told him to come with a bigger car to get us out. Mm. And guess what? Okay. He came with a small car and whilst trying to pull us out, he got stuck as well. <laughs> there was a house nearby that sold coals so <laughs> and there were trucks <laughs> parked outside. They were willing to rescue us on the condition that we left our phones there and when we had money we could go and and, and, and pay them and get our phones back. Um, when we got to Undlovo's place in the early hours of the morning, you know, we watched the two cars. Uh, Undlovo was going to arrive later that day, Brawami and Mara and I had already packed our bags. We knew that Undlovo is very aggressive. We told ourselves mm. uh, we'd leave in case he beats us up, you know. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but uh, against our expectations, he only gave us a warning. Your crazy stuff. Any other crazy stories? I remember one time, you know, I got a girlfriend, but she didn't tell me that her boyfriend was in jail. Mm. You know, we were playing uh, Golden Arrows in Deben on Saturday, and this guy was going to come out uh, that Thursday. Mm. He then heard that there was someone who was going out with his girlfriend. I don't know how he got my number. After we beat Arrows 5-0, I checked my phone. There were so many missed calls from one number. I called it back and the guy said, Mamela Otiam, But please, when you get to the airport, phone me. I said, hey, what's so special about you? Why should I call you? You know, he replied, Otherwise, 
ngikudubule nale nyawa nazakho eh i noticed ukuthi this is serious i said to him please tell me who you are and what is happening he's like angifuna ukukhuluma nix when you get to the airport just call me i told the guys about it and they said ah leave him alone man maybe he's a, he's a fan of yours he's happy Yeah you know we got to the flight after we landed in Jersey I switched on my phone and I saw a message from this guy saying I know that you parked your car at the airport he mentioned the registration of my number yeah uh, trouble he then told me where I'd find him in De- in Davidson I told Masilela that we must exchange cars but I didn't tell him why then Saturday there was a 21st birthday party and we were invited I suggested to Masilela and the other guys to go first you know Masilela and I had blonde hair When they got there, Omasilela bambamba ngamawashing. Can you imagine? Because they thought oh, it was okay. it was me. Yeah. You know. And one of the guys told him that no, this is not the guy, you know. Our guys phoned me and uh, and told me don't ever come near here. You know. Whilst I was still confused at home, I saw a car pulling outside the gate. Hmm. The car dropped someone off and then it pulled away. And that person was the same girlfriend. Hmm. She didn't even tell me that she was coming. That that guy had told me that he knew about my relationship with the girl eventually. Yeah. I wanted to go and drop her off at that moment because I didn't want that uh, that trouble anymore. Yeah. But the girl refused, you know. So at around 2 a.m. in the morning, I went to drop her off in that same street. Those guys were sitting inside a VW Golf there. But to mm-hmm. I was jumping humps at 60 kilometers, you know. <laughs> and there were gunshots going off and they were following us sure, around, sure, you know. Sure, sure, sure. One can just imagine, eh? Yeah, you know, and the sad part is that the following morning I, sh- I heard that the girl was in hospital and I went to visit her. I could see that she got quite a beating from the guy. But the funny part, you know, <laughs> is that me and the guy ended up being friends, you know. Mm. He found out that uh, this there was this famous uh, that I was this famous uh, Julai Mahlangu and then from there he started watching our games. You know, even sometimes he would ask for match tickets from me. I would give him the tickets but through a third party since I was still scared of him. <laughs> And this other day he came to watch our game against Takis and we were trailing uh, 2-0 and then we came back and we won 3-2 with me scoring two goals. After after that he told me, "Ah, when are we in pinch I'm fit." But what I made sure of is that I would never hang out with him because I never really trusted him. But we were just friends from a distance, Jay, if you understand what I mean. <laughs> yeah, talk about a, a happy ending. Thank you for your time, Chulai. Uh, Thank you very much, Lungas. Radio. I was still in touch with July Masangu. Thank you very much for listening. For more of this episode, tune in next week. For now, it's goodbye. Sokala Duma Radio. Sokala Duma Radio.